Good morning, Horners. Dave here. And guess what? We're talking free agency. So far to date, the Vikings have re-signed CJ Ham, Amir Abdullah, Matt Wilde, Dan Bailey, and of course, Anthony Barr. They've also tendered Anthony Harris and Rashad Hill. Our biggest signing to date is Shamar Stephan, the once Viking, then went off to Seattle to play a year, now back, reuniting that defense from 2017. Our biggest loss so far is Sheldon Richardson. We wish the big man well. Now, for the rest of the discussion, enjoy the show. I looked over all of our free agents, took me like 30 seconds. Can't do the fucking Def Leppard this week, dude. <laughs> Good morning, Gallahorn. We're here. Dave, Drew, and Ted. Meow, meow. Come to talk free agency. Well, this, won't off, very, this won't be a very long show, then, will it? First off, how is your arm doing, Ted? Much better, much better. Physical therapy is going well. Uh, I still, I'll have some pain for a couple months because I had to shave the bone. I guess that takes a, a while to heal, but we're well, on the road to recovery. Hey, Thanks, right? Hey, when you're going to physical therapy, do you just sit and drink beer, or is actually something no. being done? No, oh, you actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually doing, and I got exercises I got to do at home. Oh, okay. Three, three okay. times a day. Yeah, it, it it really it really really helps. Oh, okay. Do they hook up the ultrasound stuff and run the electricity through the muscles? No, they just do uh, heat and ice. I, I don't like the – they did that once, and I, I didn't really care for it. I, I don't I don't like that vibrating stuff. I don't like vibrating chairs. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies, so I just stick with heat and ice. Speaking of heebie-jeebies, take that ball down behind your right shoulder. That fucking thing gives me the heebie-jeebies. What that that great Ohio State? Oh, fuck. <laughs> come on, dude! I, I can do this again. Oh, oh, I can do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't do that. What's I got that I got. Well, right here I have a football signed by Chuck Foreman that my brother Bradley. Yeah, has. yeah, that's so, the one we want to see. The Chuck Foreman signed so, football, baby. There we go. Anyway. Woo-hoo! Hey, Drew, how have you been this week? I'm doing good, doing good. Just uh, compiling all my draft information for next month. we got a month to go, a little bit more than a month. Uh, it's doing well, doing well. It's always good here at the Bunting household, man. we always got shit going on. How are you doing? I'm doing well. The family unit has sold the house. Woo-hoo! We are in the process of purchasing another one. Hopefully, they close about the same time, which will be middle of next month. The move will be right in there, and then we should hopefully be all set up just in time for the draft. Moving, so you, moving so yourself, you can go back or you to, having a having a moving company do it. 
do it for you. We'll move our stuff. We'll run a U-Haul and load oh. it all up and move it. It's gonna Dave's be a, not gonna, Dave's gonna, gonna be stand there. She's gonna stand there and smoke while everybody else carries shit. <laughs> for for all the times for all the times I moved when I was in the army and in the air force. Uh, my wife and I moved ourselves once in, in, in the military. You call it a diddy move. Do it yourself. D-I-T-Y diddy move. And and that was the closest thing to double murder or murder suicide <laughs> that our marriage has ever got to. It was uh, uh, we were ready to just kill each other by the time it was over. Never again. Never again are we moving ourselves. Moving sucks. Oh, it's a, such a pain in the butt. All right. Now that we've got that done, the start of free agency happened. We had the illegal tampering period, which there was some news. Because the big news was Anthony Barr, which all of us expected to be gone, right, had committed or it was reported that he was committed to go to the Jets. But then we learn at the last minute, wait a minute, he changed his mind. And he came back and signed with the Vikings. What do you guys think of that and how all that transpired? Go ahead, Ted. You got this. I always said for the Vikings to consider free agency, they would have to sign either one of Anthony Barr or Sheldon Richardson. I think everybody agreed that there was just with, with the tight cap space with all the contracts and extensions and and past free agent signings, there was really no way they could do both. Getting one of them was essential. I, I you can go. I think you can make an argument either way for Richardson or Barr. I'm really happy the Vikings were able to re-sign Anthony Barr, and I'm really happy that Rob Brzez, that the Vikings have uh, Rob Brzezinski as their cap guy because I don't know that there's any other person in the NFL that does salaries and cap manipulation better than he does. So I'm I'm glad. I I don't care I I don't care about Jets fans being all irritated and mad and butthurt or whatever. I'm just glad that the Vikings were able to re-sign Anthony Barr and I'm glad he's going to be back playing for the Vikings for the next 4 or 5 years or whatever it is. I would uh, have to agree with that along those lines. First off, I give a rats ball sack about the Jets fans. Anybody <laughs> I only care about our fans. Uh Anthony Barr, I've been one of the, you know, I've been on the I've been one of the guys who admitted he takes plays off and he plays halfway and he's kind of lazy now and then. But you know what? Anthony Barr can be a really special player. He does a lot of different things. He's hard to replace. He does. Exactly. Yeah. To me, he's hard to replace. So instead of having a big gaping hole right there, another gaping hole that we have going into the draft, I'm glad he's coming back. If you get Anthony Barr playing going forward all the time, he's one. he's a great player. So I, I'm happy with it too. I'm happy we don't have to run out and try to try to fill another spot on that. You know, we got from he's familiar with what we want to have done, and I think he's going to have a big year. I'm happy with he's coming back too. I'm very happy with it. Oh, you're right about going forward. He also does well side to side. It's going backwards that causes right. us a little angst. But I'm wondering if Zim plans on adjusting the defense a little bit more so he can get more involved in that pass rush because part of his contract part of the escalators in it deals with sacks you know and that led us everybody was under speculation at that point in time the vikings had been talking to everson griffin saying hey we need to renegotiate your contract or you're going to be gone 
basically. And Everson, the word was, he was saying, no, I'm not touching it. And we thought, well, at least we have Barr to step in on that side if necessary. But even if not necessary, that extra added shuffle it from anywhere behind the line to rush should be a good thing. But as we do know, Everson Griffin did did renegotiate and cut his cap hit down a bit. What do you guys think of that? I think I think first off, I don't think bars in every down defensive end natural defensive end. I don't think no. that would have worked. No, I, 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 I absolutely agree one hundred percent. I think that I think they will use them a little differently. I hope they do because they need to get him out of they need to they need to get him out of the role he's in and kind of finalize what they need him to do. He could be a much better player, but he's not going to come in and play defensive end and hand in the dirt every down. But no, but, he can't but, handle but, the tackles the way he can. But if you move him from gap to gap whether it be the A gap or the B gap or whatever gap. And well, you, I, you're making the offensive line question, is he coming or is he not coming? That's you know, I know. I think the it, you know, you put him put him there now and then kind of bar is your X factor. You want to line him up at different spots. And, and, but, but the point is to keep him going forward all the time. When he starts retreating, he's not the player he is. But last time we did a show, one of the things we all talked about, and then Ted had mentioned the players, and I think you had mentioned the money that went along with the players that Ted mentioned, we were going to get rid of like four guys and maybe be around $25 million in cap space. That was kind of what we thought was going to happen. Correct. And that that hasn't happened. So mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't. none of us thought Griffin was staying. Uh, I, I don't think Zimmer wants to lose all of his defensive players. I think this is his season to say, come hell or high water, I'm going to go get it done or flop on my ass with my guys. So I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm kind of thinking I'm much happier with the bar with bar coming back than I am with Gr- I'm kind of hesitant on Griffin guys. I don't know what kind of player he still is, but I can, I can go both, both ways on Griffin, either leaving or coming back. Guy's been a great player for the Vikings for a long time. The emotional leader um, and, and has been a, a, a great representative of the Minnesota Vikings. Sure. Here's my thing with Griffin. And and this is why I was thinking that they would, they would let him go. Uh, We're 30 now. He's been injured at least 50% of the season or more for the last two consecutive, for the last two years, 2017, he had that plantar fasciitis and wasn't nearly effective the last half of 2017. And then he had his mental health issues last year. When he came back, I didn't think he was, really all that great um that 10 million now if you know everybody was saying well cut cut griffin and and go sign a a top offensive lineman that wasn't going to happen just cutting just getting an extra 10 million dollars in in cash space wasn't going to get you a top offensive lineman but it was going to get you room to maneuver to get a guy like uh, Kevin Wisniewski is the guy that I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the Vikings are interested in. Or they could have gotten Nick Easton re-signed right away. Or they could have gone after a kicker. Or they could have gone after a potential third wide receiver. <laughs> and the only thing that bothers me with this in terms of him coming back is I think decreased production. They didn't get the cap space, the cap room that that they could have gotten by releasing him. And honestly, with the way Steven Weatherly played, in Everson Griffin's absence last year, the Vikings were more prepared to lose him 
and move on and recoup that extra $10 million and maybe get two offensive linemen along the lines of Kevin Wisniewski and already have that taken care of. But yet here we are kind of being held hostage. We were held hostage by Griffin. And I really didn't like the whole way that that negotiation timeline played out. I think No, really not hurt. at all. I really think that hurt the Vikings in being able to maybe contact guys and potentially get deals done. And now, and now they're being held hostage by Nick Easton. You know, and I, I think that wouldn't be an issue if they had a couple extra million dollars to play with, which they don't have because they didn't have as much cap room as they could have if they had let Griffin go. It's a great, great, great point, especially the Weatherly thing. I mean, think about it if you're Weatherly. What the hell do I have to do to get a starting spot? I mean, the guy's done, you know. Yeah, yeah. Teams are only held hostage, Ted, when they're desperate. That's when you're held hostage by players. And yeah. The Vikings, at some angle, you got to you got to admit they're held hostage. At some, they're kind of tied right now. I don't know. I mean, because you know you're talking about the we, well, we were all talking about the Jets earlier. Kind of, I'll give the Jets a little bit of credit in free agency. They, it was Le'Veon Bell. They gave a deadline. Look, here's the deal. You're going to sign. This is our contract. This is the deal. You sign by this date and time, or we're moving right. on. Right. And, right. I, and in past years, the Vikings have done that, and and they've had success with that. But but now they. This year they can't. They sort of have to be beholden to to the player because they are so um, tied up against the salary cap because of not you know not, I'm not going to say it's cap what Rob Brzezinski's done and being able to get uh, Eric Kendricks and Stephon Diggs and and Barr and Griff restructured and signing Kirk Cousins last year and Riley Reef and Mike Remmers a couple years ago. It's been magnificent. So. They're not in cap hell by any stretch of the imagination, but when you're tied up against the cap, you have to give yourself as much room to maneuver as possible. And I don't think the Vikings right, have done right. that this year. And when you got a guy like Brzezinski, you don't question him. I don't. No. I mean, you got to no. figure if anybody knows what he's doing, is that we're, if we didn't have that guy, where would we be the last four or five years? So, but yeah, I'm just here. Part of me sitting here thinking, all right, the O line is all sitting in whether injury guy. Nicky uh, Easton comes back and plays. I mean, that's kind of scary. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but as we sit right now, we've only got enough cap space to barely cover the draft class. So even if we re-sign Nick Easton, who very well could go to the Saints because uh, Unger retired, and they may up that bid, or some other teams. There's more than one, more than other, just us and the Saints that are involved in the Easton stuff. We're still got to free up some money. Yeah. None of the guys that we talked about last show, Griffin, Waynes, Rudy, and Barr. Those are the four we mentioned. None of those guys are gone. So none of it has happened the way we said, which goes to show we don't really know what we're doing here. But, uh, you know. Well, no, it's what's being reported. <laughs> There's multiple teams that are supposedly interested in either Rhodes or Wayne's. Oh, don't tell me again about the Wayne's. Oh, God, uh, God, can we just can we oh. just put this? Can we put this oh. on a? Can we just put this on a stake and burn it? <laughs> hey, I am Ted. so I am so done with the Vikings. They're going to trade Trey Wayne's or Xavier Rhodes. Last year, last year, yesterday, I, I, I drove about two hours to go to a wedding up in Bloomington, Illinois. Yeah, uh, and I guess yeah, that's dedication right there. I guess in that time. Uh, rumors were rampant that the Vikings had either traded <laughs> Xavier Rhodes or 
Stephon Diggs was getting traded to Washington. I'm so <laughs> glad I missed most of yesterday. I, I really am. I had so much fun. Anyways, I just – that's nothing more than – if Zimmer's not going to let Everson Griffin go hear, – hear me out on this. If Zimmer's not going to let Everson Griffin go, uh, of all the guys on defense you could you could absorb to lose, I would argue. Right, he's right. Not gonna, he's not going to let one of his starting cornerbacks go. He's not. He's just not. No, he Griffin would be the first one to go in my eyes. I would have, yeah. you know, more than well, anybody but else. But that leaves Rudy. Rudy's offense. Zimmer doesn't care about him. Let him go. <laughs> Zimmer, <laughs> Zimmer says, you got my offensive guys. Uh, you got the offensive guys. I'll take care of it. You do whatever you want with that. All my if, guys are staying. If, if, Rudy yeah, was a, if Rudy was a situational pass rusher, he'd have gotten a raise, baby. <laughs> or, a nickel, or a nickel corner? <laughs> Did you play a nickel corner? I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, but it's, what I'm saying is, they cannot sign Easton. No, they can't. Without letting somebody go to free up some money. No, I I absolutely agree with you, Dave. I, I didn't mean to step on you with the trade and stuff. You're, you're either that or they can't, you know, pay their right. draft class. They, they, they've they've got to do, do something. And, and no, I, I know, I, I know. Just, yeah, it just I don't know. I this whole free agency period with the way the Vikings handled the Griffin restructure, uh, the right. timeline. Um, the amount of cap space that was made available or not made available because of it and not doing anything with like Kyle Rudolph or maybe even Linval Joseph. I think there's some, some room to do a, a restructure with him. Just it, it's aggravating. And I, I, just I really hope the Vikings do something, I, but it's it's listen, just been aggravating to this point. Listen, we don't need aggravation. All right, Ted's right. You know, leave the, the Vikings are making it more difficult than what they need to do. They're making it a lot harder. What they leave your corners where they are. Leave just leave the corners. Yeah. Leave leave O'Neal at right tap. Leave them there. Leave, yes. Take, oh God, don't you know, even. They get need. Started. They need. They need to sit down and go. Take a tablet. You know, write down what do we need to not mess with. Don't you already got problems? Don't mess. Don't make it worse. Leave the corners where they let them both start. Leave the corners alone. Leave O'Neill alone. We don't need to shuffle and do. At this point, I'm thinking they're trying to make it a little more difficult than what it really needs to be. Is, doesn't it seem like that? I mean, yeah, very much so to me. Yeah, they're, they're really trying to reinvent the wheel when it doesn't need reinventing. They need money, though. Well, they, yeah, they got they got. Now we're down to let's look at it, guys. This is a free agent show. We're not really going anywhere on the offensive line, free agent-wise. I mean, you could say signing some guy off Jacksonville's practice squad will make the fans happy, but everybody knows better than that. I mean, it, there's really only two ways to handle the offensive line now. That's with a trade or the draft. So and it needs to be fixed. They're going nowhere. So the, the time is slipping down to the, the options are slipping away to what they want to do. According to over the cap, the Vikings have two point three million dollars available in cap space, which still won't pay for your rookie class. That's it it won't. It, it might. Yeah, you're right. So you're absolutely right. They have to do something, but it, it's it's tough to see what that something is if it's not, um, you know, restructure and Rudolph or possibly Joseph or you know who else. Let me let me look at this website. Who cousins? Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. No. Um. <laughs> It's yeah, I, there's just yeah. The quarterback, right. the quarterback carries so much power. I mean, to think about it, twenty nine million dollar cap hit for a guy that's a mid range quarterback, and nobody seems to 
think that that's a problem. It's weird the power that a quarterback brings. Yeah. With them. It's very strange. I mean, other players get called out for a lot less. I mean, for $29 million cap, you, you figure you got a top five guy. Yeah, yeah but I, they, they played the market. It was the market was slim. Oh, so I that agree. raises the price of what was available. And that's my whole, yeah, I agree. That's kind of my whole point is that uh, the quarterback gets away with it a lot more than everybody else does. But yeah. they're running out of options to fix the O-line. The O-line has to be fixed, guys. Well, there's reported besides Easton, wanting the Vikings want to re-sign. There's also interest in Josh Klein. And as Ted said earlier, Stephen Wazinski. Does that, does that fix it, though, or is that going to get Remmers? I mean, there's a difference of fixing the offensive line. It, it doesn't fix it, but it, but it gives the Vikings more options and more competition. Um, I, I would much rather they sign a couple free agent guards and maybe and draft a free agent guard and, and shuffle those guys through OTAs and training camp and, and come up with the best starting combination than to go through with the proposed – Drew, you mentioned it earlier – go through with the proposed shuffling tackle left tackle – Kicking Riley Reef inside the left guard, putting Doctor Who at right tackle. I, I don't friggin' know at this point. And, and and just doing this, you know, in 2016 and in 2017, they had they counted on guys coming back from injuries, and that failed. Then they then they tried shuffling guys around, and the only guy they've shuffled around that's had any success in recent years has been Joe Berger. Everything else has been a miserable <coughs> failure. And now they're trying to do a combination of both, maybe. I just I just think it's doing the same thing. It is doing the same and, thing. And trying to expect a different result. I don't here, think they here, will. Here's what I think. I, I, now, Rick Dennison's been here a while. What, a couple months? He yeah. Looked, he looked over the list and went, all right. He went in and sat. They looked over his list, went over the players, went in and sat down with Zimmer, and he said, listen, Mike, this group you gave me is pretty shoddy. This isn't, this is, I got to do something with this group. I mean, you got Elfline, who's got potential. You got O'Neill, and everything else is kind of like shoddy. And Zimmer shrugs his shoulder and says, You know what? I'm the defensive guy. You got to go to Kubi. You got to figure that out with somebody else. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, that, you know, hopefully somebody like Dennison could sit and talk sense into people saying, We need to address this, you guys, because it hasn't been addressed. Like Ted says, the last few years, it's been doing the same shit, trying to, put a band-aid over it. It's like, so I'm hoping he has some say in it because if you sit down and look at the offensive line, it's not very talented to a man. It's not, it, it needs to be improved. I, I would argue they've got, they've got league average guys at Brian O'Neill and Riley reef on, on your tackles. I, I think Pat Alfline, and we've talked about this before. I think his injuries last year, uh, he I, had a hard time playing at a high level because of all the rehab he had to do as opposed to getting ready for the season. So I'm willing to give him one more shot. And let's not forget, let's not forget, uh, Collar said this on his show that I think it was him. You're you're only as good as the guys you line up next to. Look who Elfline had to line up next to on either side of him. That yeah. has that plays part into it. That plays I, a big I agree. part into it. You're lining up next to a really, really good guard on either side. That makes a difference to what a center has to do. It does. So in, in, in the Army, we had this saying. It was called... Keep it simple, stupid. Uh -huh, meow, meow. And, and I, everybody uses it. Everybody says it. And, and I, I think the Vikings are just making things too complicated by a half if they're looking to shuffle guys around. I think you've got good anchor points in Reef and O'Neal, uh, your left tackle and right tackle. I think Elfline is a good anchor point at center. 
just don't don't get cute. Draft guards. Sign guards. Rick Dennison thinks can work in his zone blocking concepts and schemes and go from there. I, I think they will get a lot better result if that happens, but that's just me. You almost got to go there the first two rounds now. I mean, I know it's tempting to take that defensive lineman they want to have, but everything is screaming offensive line the first couple picks. You don't need to now with, with re-signing Griffin. Well, speaking of defensive line, the re-signing, or actually after he was gone a year, is Stefan. Oh, Drew, yeah. you said you did your research on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about our big free agent signing, Drew. The uh, only I, one. I didn't I didn't do a bunch of research on it. I was kind of sticking it. For, I've been doing a bunch of draft research. I just got done with all my offensive guys. I don't know. I mean, I know he was really good when he played with the Vikings last time, and I was kind of bummed to see him go. Um, but if you're trading him off for Sheldon Richardson, you're having a drop-off. That's for sure. But yeah. Uh, hopefully he can <clears throat> he can step it up. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know he can play. I want to see if our uh, draft pick from Iowa from a few years back was it two or three years ago the third or fourth round pick Jaleel Johnson. Uh, uh-huh. Jaleel, not Jaleel White. That would be Urkel. Um, it, I think it, <laughs> I think we're strictly talking Jaleel Johnson. Um, I would like to see if he can. If that would that's. The guy that's going to fill it, I think, if he can get it done. I mean, he's ready to start now, isn't he? I mean, we draft everybody and develop him for two years, so he's ready, right? Yeah, he should be. He should, and he along, should compete first. Along, along with Danny, Danny Isadora, he's ready too, right? Uh, no, Danny Isadora, also known as the only guard currently on the Minnesota Vikings roster. <laughs> Avante Collins hey. is there, but he oh, also he, plays. He's officially listed as a tackle. Here it is. Yeah. Hey Zimmer, we only have one guard. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he can. Hey, my defense, you guys take care of that shit. That's why Kubiak's here. You guys figure that shit out. Yeah. I'm keeping my defensive players, baby. Which nope. is, it's fine. I don't care. I want it fixed. But with Shamar Stefan, two years ago, we had a better run defense than we had last year. So hopefully that improves with him being there as well. How and long did we Did we draft him? Is he a draft pick of ours? Stefan? Yeah. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah. He was in the twenty fourteen draft. Oh, he's still relatively young then. That's, yeah, that's, he that's he was cool. like the sixth or he was a late round pick, sixth or seventh. I'd have to look it up, but yeah, seventh uh, rounder that worked out. Well, he was like, yeah. The only reason I remember is because when when it looked like Barr was going to sign with the Jets, I looked back at that twenty fourteen class and was going to do a do a post on. It. I'd actually <laughs> I'd actually started writing it, you know, because it had Teddy Bridgewater and Barr and so much hope and promise. It was all gone. It was like this this dark, depressing. Kind of like door song, <laughs> and then and then lo and behold, I wake up and 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 bars back. So my yeah. only friend, the end. This is the end. Yeah, I can see you sitting down, getting ready to write your end post. That's pretty oh, funny. Oh God, Drew, you've been working on your pre-draft stuff. Yeah, hey, we're going to have like four shows before the draft, right? Oh, hopefully. Well, what I was thinking is we could take one like one like positional group each show and kind of break them down a little bit. Well, I, have to do I'm more just than a lackey, one though. Show. I'm a lackey. You guys are the bigwigs that run it, so I will just leave it up to you. But um, I've done all my offensive guys, and I've done the defensive tackles, but I got the rest of the defense to work on. So, And have you looked at kickers? 
Dave. <laughs> hey, they need one. Don't have room for it, but they need one. Let me see. Well, here's a guy from Baloney Tech. <laughs> Baloney he, Tech. He didn't miss any field goals from 20 yards or in. Side, get him. Let's trade up and get him in the third round. Now, I haven't looked at kickers to answer the question, no. I don't think yeah. you draft a kicker. I think you go undrafted free agent. I, I agree. That's where they all end up. I mean, there's like 20 or 30 kickers on a list. Like two get drafted, the rest go to undrafted free agency. Just bring one, just go through all those guys after the draft. Don't waste Yeah, and the drafted ones have mental breakdowns halfway through the season. Don't don't waste a pick on a kicker. Come on, only a moron would do that. Wait. (laughs) No, but I've done I've done all my offensive guys. I got that ready. And there's a lot of there's a lot to chew on with the offensive line guys, a lot of two position guys. There's a lot of ways the Vikings can go at 18. Are we still planning on doing the uh, the the live show on on for the first round? Yes, we better be. I want to. I want to. All right. I got my Klein Saucer jersey in the mail yesterday. I want to wear that. I'm gonna wear that. I'm wearing that for the draft. So oh, nice. I would love the, I would love to do a first round draft show. So we, Todd, 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 Todd. <laughs> <laughs> we could do so. some Kuiper. We could do some Chad Glover. We could do all that shit. That would be fun. <laughs> I would like that. I would like that. All We're right. Good. All right, here we, we got a little rapid fire for Ted Glover. Oh, geez, here we go. Here we go with the rapid fire for Ted Glover. Dave, can you do the timer for me? We'll go with a minute 30 on the clock. Okay. I got I to gotta answer all these questions in a minute 30? Well, yeah, I went over the list with Ruby, and she says I'd make it a two-minute clock, and I said it's Ted. We'll go with minute 30. All right, let's go. Around. Let's go. Hold on, hold on. Let me set the. Clock. Now these aren't all. These aren't all Vikings questions. Now it's gonna. Oh. Okay, this is gonna test your intestinal fortitude. Oh, jeez. Your toughness. It's gonna especially test your brain. Can I can I pass and come back to it later if I need to? Yes, you can pass okay. and go back to it later. It's gonna all really. Right, so, okay. It's gonna be a test of your brain and your mind at the same time. Are you want like one or two word answers? How? What are the ground? No, just you? answer it. Just okay. Answer. They'll be they'll be obvious answers. Okay, they'll be uh, obvious answers. But uh, you have eleven questions in a minute thirty. I'll give you two minutes if you want the two minutes. That's give fine. me a minute thirty. Okay, Dave's doing the timer. Um, you got you ready, eleven Dave? questions. Yeah, we're ready. If you land these eleven questions, you get the big bonus question, which will pay off in a big prize. But you gotta All right. get the, you got to get the first eleven. The, okay. que- the timer will start at the end of my first question. Rapid All right, fire. I'm ready. Rapid fire for Ted Glover. This is going to be the highlight of the show. Ready? Let's, let's go. Number one, what were the character names of both Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman in Shawshank? Andy Dufresne and Red. No, that's not it. Andy Dufresne, pass. If you added Dante Culpepper's number and Christian Ponder's uniform number together, what would you get? 18. Where did Harrison Smith and Kyle Rudolph go to school? Notre Dame. Impressive. Give me the last five presidents of the United States. doesn't have to be in order. Trump, Obama, uh, George W. Bush, um, Clinton, George H.W. Bush. Boom! Name two songs from the band Heart. Never. Uh, <laughs> pass. Who wore the Wizinator? Ontario Smith. What are the real names of Gilligan and the Skipper? 
Bob Denver and Alan Lyle. Boom! And, and all I'm going to do is make love to you for the second heart song. All right, we got it, got it. What band sing Every Rose Has a Thorn? Motley Crue. No! What was oh, no, 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 Poison! It was Poison! What was Marilyn Monroe's real name? Norman Jean Castleberry. That's... <laughs> what team did AP break the single-game rushing mark against? Uh, San Diego. San Diego uh, Chelsea. Correct, correct! Who played the character of Brooks in Shawshank Redemption? Time's up. No, oh. no, no! You get to answer it because I asked it. Um, but you have to. Hal, Hal Holbrook. No, it wasn't Hal Holbrook. No, it wasn't Hal. Holbrook. It was. Oh, it was damn you. No. You got. You got them all. Come on, Ohio State. Ah. But it was Andy Dufresne and Red, right? It was Andy Dufresne and Red. Yeah, Red Red Redding. Red Redding was his, his actually, but you didn't need the last name. You just needed Red. Okay. James James Whitmore. Whitmore. Oh, that's it. Doggone it. You know what? I'm going to give you the freaking... I'm going to give you the bonus question anyway because I want to see if you can answer it. All right. Now, we have the the Boeing. You're a high helicopter pilot and a very good one, I've heard. It used to be. Both the, the Boeing CH-47 Chinook and the Sikorsky MH-53 have, okay. have the identical same top speed. If you can guess the top speed within 10 miles per hour, you're going to win a big-ass prize. Maybe Gloria... 170 knots. Wow, you got what well, no wait, what is that? What is it? What is that? Translate two miles per hour. I, I <laughs> don't know, I don't care. It's 170 knots. You got it. 170 knots. That is dead on. You win! Ted wins it all. <laughs> Ted, you win it all. Unlike most Viking fans, we never win it all. So you win it all. <laughs> You're a one-armed drummer from Def Leopard, and you won the random. Fucking whatever we call the show. <laughs> you got the you got the you got the rapid fire, dude. Good right. good go back on the heart song. That yeah. was well done, dude. All right. I just good heard job. that song yet. Well, let's wind this puppy up. Got okay. anything to say, Ted? Uh <laughs> doing anything uh, over on Daily Norseman? I have it in a couple days. Um, I, I plan to do another mock draft, roll one out first part of this week. What will that be, um, four? Four or five? I think I'm at five now. I don't know if the, it, once I do this one. Don't be picking Mel um, Hawkinson at 18 or you're going to get a big comment from me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draft nothing but Ohio State offensive linemen in one draft. <laughs> they lose their mind. I don't know. Uh, I um, actually, I've been learning a lot about Ohio State doing this draft research. I, really? I say it. I get this: Haskins, Isaiah Prince, Paris Campbell, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan, the center who also plays guard, a tall ass dude, uh, Terry McLaurin. Th those are guys that should be giving you nightmares for the rest of your life as much as they punked Michigan the last. I did my draft. I got years. seven draft charts done. It has like four or five Ohio State guys and one Michigan guy. So fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But you know me, you know me. I don't do a heart. I don't go with my heart. I go with what the, the brain says. Yep. I, I go meow meow, Viking pal. All right. Goal, everybody. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>